A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to the best local sports podcast in Michigan. And that's a Duff Said. Thank you so much for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and that's a Duff Set. This week's show is about the man that I consider to be the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan. For nearly 50 years, Steve Gale was a teacher in the Freeland School District. Now, I first met Steve back in 2017. He was working as the public address announcer during a Falcons football game. Now, on that night, the school took a moment to honor Steve for his 25 years behind the mic. A few months later, I caught up with Steve during basketball season. Here's my story on the legendary voice of the Falcons. Steve Gale has made the drive to Freeland High School for the last 44 years. As a math teacher, he's crunched a lot of numbers. For the last 25 years, the gym and the football field have been his other classroom. My daughters graduated from Freeland and they always said, well, Dad, you were there when I was there. So I knew it's been quite a few years. And it's not game night until his voice fills the gym. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Freeland High School. Since 1992, Steve has been the school's public address announcer. It started as a favor. Came up to me and said, hey, would you consider being our announcer? And I thought, I think I can do that. Now he has the best seat in the house. From the school's elite to the championship teams, Steve has seen it all. Since getting behind the mic, he's missed only one game. How many games have you seen from this spot? Oh, wow. It must be 500 at the varsity level. and. The same at uh, JV level, so at least a thousand games. Even at age 70, his wife Susan says he won't be stopping anytime soon. And I think they'll have to uh, carry him out someday. He'll be there till the end. It's a chance to keep rooting for the hometown kids. Freeland's an awesome community and we have a great group of kids here. I always say they're not perfect, but they're darn good. While getting to say that signature farewell that everyone has memorized. It's Friday night. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Good night. Enjoy your weekend. Fast forward to today. Steve has now been announcing for the Falcons for 30 years. He was recently given an honorary lifetime member award from the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association. I decided it was time to have another conversation with Steve Gale. And that starts now. 
Steve, every time we talk, it seems like you are getting some sort of special recognition from the community of Freeland or the state of Michigan, and you certainly deserve it for all the years that you have put in behind the microphone and being a part of the Freeland community. With this new Lifetime Achievement Award that you just got from the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association, what does that mean to you to know that you're being recognized on such a high level like that? Well, Duff, it's it's quite humbling. I mean, it's it's a proud moment, obviously, for me that, you know, I've tried to help out with the schools and everything. Uh, but it, it was very humbling. And I guess I made a joke to some of my friends that, uh, you know, part of the reason that you're uh, – getting awards is because you just have some longevity of what you're doing and but uh, I was very honored and I, I was humbled it was kind of hard to sit there and hear some of the things that the people say about you and it's not just the recognition that you're getting from the coaches association when this got posted on Facebook because that's how I found out about it and I was thrilled to see you holding up that award because you have been doing this for such a long time a lot of people commented on social media about this latest award. So many people spoke highly of you all the years that they've known you, either as a teacher or they've known you as the public address announcer at Freeland. A lot of people in their posts, they were posting that uh, famous catchphrase of yours, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You have clearly had such a tremendous influence on the Freeland community. What does it feel like to see those comments? Well... I'll be honest, it, it really it brought a tear to my eye. I mean, um, I, I know I, I didn't get a chance to read them all, but, you know, my wife said, uh, hey, they, they put your picture on Facebook, you know, that uh, Matt Carey took, and uh, there's some comments there. And when I, I got on, and the, I, I don't know, there was something like 600 comments, and it, I mean, it chokes me up right now thinking about it, how nicest community has been it's a great community i've always said we've got really good kids here and good parents and i've just felt so blessed to be able to work in a place like this could you ever have imagined when you became a teacher in freeland more than 50 years ago that you would have this impact that you have had on freeland no i you know i i taught two years at a parochial school before I came here, and uh, no, I, I I guess you know what, I watch some of these movies and stuff, and I I see these heroes, and I think, boy, I hope I can reach a kid or two over the years to help them out. And you clearly have. You've reached a milestone just recently this past year. You've been behind the mic now as the public address announcer for Freeland football and basketball for more than 30 years now. The first time you and I met, Steve, they gave you a jersey with the number 25 to honor the years you've been doing this. But now that you've reached the number 30, are you getting a new jersey? I, I think that's more appropriate now. Well, I I hope not because, uh, you know, I hate to have them spend money on me and stuff. Uh, you know, I know you asked me and uh, Kevin Townsend asked me uh, when I was knew I was going to get this award. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly what the award was or anything, but he said, you know, 
when did you, do you remember your first game? And I said, you know what? My old buddy, Tuff, Duff Tyler, asked me, and, and I said, I really don't remember the first game. Uh, there was uh, a retirement or something, and I took over in football. And, uh, you know, I had no dream that I was going to be here this long. I just thought, well, hey, I can help out. And then a couple years later, uh, Jim Magnatowski, who was doing a great job in basketball, decided to retire. And so I, I took over for him. Um, Kevin found, he says, Steve, you know, we, we, we can't find it exactly, but we think it had to be the late 90s, or excuse me, 80s or early 90s. And I've looked back, and I can remember some games in 91, 92 that positive that I announced just because of who the coach was and some of the outcomings of it. Uh, so I know it's been that long. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's been 30, 31 years or maybe a couple one way or the other. And I've just enjoyed it immensely. I mean, especially this time of year, it gives me something to do. Not that I have to try to get out of the house, but it, just something to look forward to. And again, I I just think that uh, hey, I can kind of thank the school district and the Freeland community. I know you don't remember the first game, but I remember when you and I first talked about this when I did the story for you on television up in the Mid Michigan area about five years ago. I remember you said your initial reaction to being asked if you wanted to do this job was. Well, that could be fun. Yeah, I'll give that a try. Do you remember yeah. some of those uh, first games that you did? And did you ever get like the jitters or, uh, you know, just were you ever nervous uh, when you were first starting out trying to find that voice? You know, I, I don't remember that. Uh, uh, I'm sure I tried to be conscious and careful with uh, what I said and all of that. But, you know, I've uh, I've never minded, you know, well, being a teacher, you know, I'm kind of used to standing in front of people and talking and that's never bothered me to, to get in front of people and say a few words. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure I was probably, uh, trying to be, you know, conscious to get everything right. And, um, like I said, though, I try to just do the, the information that they need. I don't try to give a lot extra, um, you know, once in a while, my spotter will help me out and say, you know, that was a 42-yard run. So I'll say, well, 42-yard run. But uh, I don't remember. You know, I, I just thought, hey, this this is, you know, I guess I probably thought in the back of my mind, how many people listen to that darn announcer anyways, right? <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised because I know <laughs> I've done it too. I'll never forget when I first started to try to be a public address announcer, I, I went a little bit more difficult than you. I tried to do volleyball, and I quickly found out that I was in over my head from the beginning. I was announcing players that weren't even involved in the play, and the coach would be like, nope, you got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so he was well. keeping score. So it, it happens so fast that you really do need spotters and people to kind of help you out so you make sure that you announce things correctly. Has there ever been a situation where you were behind the mic that it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, man, I wish I could have had that moment back. I really goofed on that one. Well, you know what? Uh, if I if I make a mistake, I, I say something along the line to correction. That was uh, John Smith running the ball, you know, something of that nature. Um, I know there's there probably have been some times where I, you know, I had to do some backtracking, but um, I don't remember.
remember too many of them. Not that I'm perfect at this job, but uh, and I figure, you know, we're all, we, you know, I think most people try to do the best they can at whatever they're doing. You know, being a parent or at their job or whatever, and uh, I just try to do the best I can to help the school out and help the kids out and get them some attention. Now, Steve, you do have one rule when you are in the press box or courtside behind the mic, and that is you don't want to make it about yourself. You don't want to get too flashy with how you announce how things are playing out. You want to keep it as low-key as possible. You know, I jazz it up a little bit for Freeland, you know, with a good basket and stuff like that, but I don't want people coming to hear me. I want them coming to see and hear the kids. So I try to be, you know as partial as I can, or impartial as I can, uh, you know, sometimes it just gets away from me a little bit, but I, I've never, I've never gone to schools and loved to hear that, you know, Joe Dumars and mm-hmm. enunciating the name so much. And, uh, somebody asked me just yesterday was asking me about the announcing and stuff. And I, I told them, you know, I've, I've never embarrassed somebody on purpose. I, I don't tell uh, in football, who made the penalty or anything like that. Um, you know, obviously in basketball, I have to, you know, call it. And uh, I go and listen to other announcers, and it really bothers me that uh, that uh, they jazz everything up. And I think, you know, people don't want – I don't know if people want to come in here that. They want to see the kids play, and, and that that's why we're here. Uh, the attention should be on the kids, not, not on the announcers. And it, it really bugs me when some of these announcers, they announce things they shouldn't say. You know, it's embarrassing to a kid when he says, yeah, that was a dirty hit by number 42, Joe Smith. Or um, I know I've heard uh, different times uh, they, they announce a penalty before it's called. And I'd be embarrassed if, you know, the official called it the other way or something. Or... Uh, I know in football, I'm at, you know, all the games, and uh, we're on the road, and I'll hear him say, you know, uh, Joe Smith going back to pass. Well, I don't know that you should announce that in the middle of a play. You know, to me, I've got a friend that does the announcing at Nouvelle in Saginaw, and we both agree we're announcers, not broadcasters. And there's a big difference, at least in my mind. You don't necessarily know what the first game was, but when they first came to you and asked you if you wanted to do this, what was it about this opportunity that you found so appealing? You know, I, I just remember, uh, I don't even remember who asked me, to be honest. Uh, if it was the AD way back when or whom, uh, they said, hey, we need somebody to announce the football game Friday. You think you could do that? And I just kind of remember saying, yeah, I think I can do that. Why not? You know, I, I'm not having to perform. I just have to read kids' names and try to get the uh, right score and things like that. So I, um, I, I just thought it'd be uh, something fun to do. The good thing is a lot of those kids, I'm guessing you probably had in your class too, so you knew how to say their names. That's yeah. something that uh, when I got behind the mic many years ago, I struggled with mightily, even with pronunciation guides. There's always those kids who have that like one name that's got like eight consonants in a row, and you're trying to spit that out on the mic, and it's just not happening. Have you ever had any names that you just like really struggled with, or some names that well, really stick out over the years? 
the first thing I do is go to the visitors and, and go through the names. I pronounce names. And I know in uh, basketball we're at the same table. And I always tell them, hey, yell at me if I goof it up. I'm here, not here to goof the kids' names up. I want the names perfect as I can get it. And uh, luckily, I've had a few of those names. And, uh, you know, the scorer at basketball or the scouts in football will say, you know what, we just call him Jimmy Joe or whatever it is. And I say, that works for me if that's what you call him. And so I always try to check that. Because I know in Freeland, we, we've had some, uh, some students that were cousins, and one was a Dupuy and the other one was a Dupus, and I had a Schroeder and a Schrader spelled exactly the same that were cousins. So I, Kruger and Krieger is another name that always comes up. So I always check the names, and uh, I tell them, uh, Correct me if I say it wrong. Come over and yell at me. I don't mind at all. I want to get it right for the kids. For a lot of these kids that you have announced them scoring or making a play, that's a big moment for them. That's like kind of like their sports center moment because for a lot of these kids, it probably won't go beyond high school. So hearing their name on, from the public address announcer from the entire stadium, that's something that's going to resonate with them for the rest of their lives. What's it like to know that you're giving these kids that moment? You know, I never thought of it that way, but I, I, you're right. Um, and, I, again, if I can just help some kid feel better about himself and uh, make his day, hey, it made my day, too. Coming up, Steve explains how he came up with his signature catchphrase. Yo, what's happening, everybody? This is Ryan Slocum, and you are listening there ain't nobody better. This is the best local sports podcast in the biz. And that's a Duff said. If it's pizza night, Sheldon Street Pizza has got you covered. Sheldon's pizzas are always made fresh when you order them, and the readers of the Lake Orion Review have voted Sheldon's breadsticks as the best in Lake Orion. Stop by Sheldon Street Pizza at 3767 South Baldwin Road in Orion Township, or you can order online by visiting sheldonstreetpizza.com. Don't forget to try one of Sheldon's salads with his special blend of homemade salad dressings. He's also got some pretty tasty desserts as well. Sheldon Street Pizza. More than just pizza. It's the official pizza of a Duff set. Okay, I want to take a second now to talk to the parents and adults listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a fun night out during the weekend here in Lake Orion, then stop by 4th Coast Cider Works. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. Stop by Fourth Coast and try some of their many flavors on tap. You can also take some home in a can or a howler. Fourth Coast is open Thursday through Sunday. For a complete list of ciders and hours, go to fourthcoastciderworks.com. Fourth Coast Cider Works. The best hard cider is on the Fourth Coast. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. 
please drink responsibly. You and I sat at the announce table in the Freeland gym back in 2018, and I asked you, how many games have you seen from that spot? And I think the count at that point, Steve, was probably somewhere around 1,000. Any idea what the number is now? Well, if you think, uh, well, of course, some nights there's three games. But uh, if you think just the varsity, there's uh, 10 boys and 10 girls games typically in a season at home. And if you do, you know, 20 times 30 years, uh, you know, that depending on how many weeks in the uh, district games and stuff, um, you know, that's that's 600 games right there. And I, there's always the JV and freshman games that are there. Uh, I've, I've kept it just to the varsity and whoever's playing with the varsity. So if the boys are home, I usually I'll have three games, a freshman, JV, and varsity, and then the same with the girls. And when it's both varsity teams, sometimes there's a freshman or a JV game, but typically just those two games. So there's there's been quite a few. Every one of those games, every time the final buzzer sounds, you have an announcement you love to make to the crowd. It goes like this. It's Friday night. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. People love that. People associate that with you. Everybody knows Steve Gale for the not just being the public address announcer, but to know that that is coming at the end of the game, win or lose for Freeland. How did you come up with that? Well, I, I stole that from the Blues Brothers. The movie The Blues Brothers. Great movie. Uh, yeah, when they were uh, in the bar and they said, you know, it's quitting time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I thought that would be a nice thing. You know, I always... I uh, put that in, and then I usually try to wish people uh, have a good weekend. And, uh, you know, sometimes I uh, um, might say a little quip like, you know, do something kind for somebody. You never know when they really need it. When you think about how many people have been impacted by what you've done on the mic, what is that like to know that people associate having a good time at a Freeland game with you? Uh, well, again, it's kind of humbling, and you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I, same as when I was teaching. I guess if I can help make somebody's day, uh, that's a good thing. If I could do that every day for somebody, uh, that that means uh, I've done something right. You don't just attend games at Freeland as the public address announcer. You're the ultimate fan too. You attend road games for Freeland football and basketball. Why does the school and its sports teams mean so much to you that you don't want to just be a part of the home games, you want to go support them on the road as well? Well, you know, that probably started when I was uh, uh, first teaching, and I would have had all the kids in school. And uh, just something to see them mature and grow and improve and grow into young, uh, young adults and all of that. And that just kind of carried over. Uh, since I retired, I've still subbed um, not as much. Uh, the first few years, I did some long-term sub jobs for uh, somebody who was having an operation or if one of the ladies were out on a pregnancy leave. So I did uh, quite a few long-term sub jobs 
you know, sometimes 12 weeks or whatever it would take for them. And uh, so for the most part, for the last couple of years, I don't sub quite as much anymore. I kind of pick and choose a little bit. Um, so I, I've always known the kids. And I just, you know, I, to me, it, it's enjoyable going to a game, watching some kids that try their best and uh, learn some life skills and how to work and cooperate and do things like that. Have a popcorn and a pop. You know, I, I guess I've always thought I was in heaven just being able to go and do that. That is what Friday nights in really any state. I know I'm from Indiana. We always associate Friday nights with being in the gym for a basketball game, but I think Michigan has that tradition too. And that, yeah. for a lot of people, is the perfect way to spend a Friday night. And you obviously get so much enjoyment out of it. Where are some places that you have gone to follow Freeland that you never thought you would have even set foot in had it not been for Freeland going to play an athletic contest there? Well, uh, a few years back when we uh, played in Menominee, um, a buddy that I taught with and I uh, got up early and drove there and uh, drove all the way back. So we went all the way up to the game and back, and that was a tough game that they, they lost by a touchdown. But uh, that was interesting. And, you know, the teacher in me kind of likes going into a lot of these different schools, obviously all the conference schools. But, you know, uh, uh, when when we, you know, go to a school that I haven't been to before. It's kind of fun just to see what the school looks like and uh, what the facilities are. And sometimes uh, when I'm out to get a popcorn, there'll be a teacher or something there and I'll kibitz with them about, you know, how are things going? And uh, it's just enjoyable. Uh, you know, um, going to a lot of the tournament games, we only played Ithaca in tournaments, but it sure is fun to go to Ithaca. And uh, that's a, a beautiful facility that they have. I know Freelance now has been upgraded to one of the top-notch ones around too, but uh, or Shepherd, you know, they have a very beautiful facility. But it's enjoyable to see what other places do. And uh, I got to be honest, I always kind of listen to see what the uh, announcer might say that I could use and uh, to help me out. But uh, yeah, I've enjoyed going to all the different schools and. Uh, as far as I know, I've only missed one basketball game. My my granddaughter daughter had a performance, and over the years I missed one game uh, when uh, she said, Papa, will you come? And I couldn't say no. Yeah, so that was like the end of the streak for you, but you right. have been pretty much consistent throughout this entire time. You have obviously built up so many memories with being a member of the Freeland community. Are there moments that just are always going to stand out as some of your best memories? Oh, yes. Well, I'm quite active in my church. We go to St. Agnes, the Catholic church, and I've always been uh, very involved there. You know, I've been on lots of committees and commissions and stuff, and I... Uh, taught some of their religious ed classes, and I still served in a ministerial capacity, um, and that's always good. Um, I, I guess I've always I've loved Freeland. My wife is from Freeland, and I, I'm from Saginaw. But, you know, when I came here, I, I just enjoyed it. So I, I've helped with 
oh gosh, numerous things. I, I've helped with Cub Scouts and Little League. Uh, I know in Freeland, I've I've done some other things besides the announcing and stuff. I've uh, you know been involved in student council um, in our FEA you know union. I did that stuff. Uh, I uh, ran a golf league. I did some Boy Town stuff. Um, like I said, Cub Scouts. Uh, well, one of the things that Freeland does is uh, in sixth grade, the kids, the students go to Hartley Outdoor Education Center over in St. Charles, and they spend three days and two nights. And I did that, uh, oh, I don't know, 15 or 20 times when I was teaching, and I've done it a handful of times since then, helping out uh, if the sixth grade staff only has one male rather than have one male stay the whole week, I've gone out and helped to be with the kids. It's just kind of fun to see the kids when they're out there, uh, you know, and they see you in uh, jeans and a sweatshirt and out of school and stuff, and it's it's a nice way for them to see me. Uh, I'm, You know, it's kind of nice. Um, I go down to the hardware or something, and... The kids will say hi to me, and it's kind of nice getting a little recognition back from the kids when they say hi. You know, it makes you feel good that, geez, I guess we've got a little bit of a rapport here. And so Freeland's one of those kinds of communities. It's just been uh, lots of good things that uh, people have asked me to help with, and I've been glad to do it. Uh, we had one called uh, Kids Helping Kids, and during our... Uh, Walleye Festival, we uh, we would have three or four big semis come in that were going to Goodwill. Emea's house is a house in Saginaw for uh, expectant mothers that need some help and uh, Salvation Army. Well, we would set up and take in everything that people would bring, put it in the trucks, and we did that for five or six years. Uh, you know, so... It's been fun to give back, and and the, the people have helped me a lot. Um, I, I know uh, some of my students have nominated me for some awards, and, uh, you know, I was an Apple nominee, and um, two of my students at different years nominated me for the uh, uh, Disney American Teacher Award. Now, um my friends all said, well, what will you do if you win that? And I said, you know what? I think I do a pretty good job. But the people that win that work in inner cities, and they're getting kids off the street off of drugs and stuff that are going to win that. I'm just honored that the people think enough of me to, you know, nominate me. I am so glad that you brought up the fact that you've only missed one game throughout this entire tenure as the public address announcer for Freeland. When I got a chance to interview you and your wife, Susan, five years ago, she probably had the best quote between the two of you, and she said, they're probably going to have to drag Steve out of the gym to keep him from announcing or going to games. I know you said that you probably didn't anticipate doing this for 30 years, but would you have ever have imagined that it would have lasted this long? No, you know, well, the same with, I'm very proud that this is my 50th year working at the Freeland Community School District. And uh, I, you know, when you, when, you, when you sign on, so to speak, you never really think that uh, you're going to last that long. And uh, 
uh, one correction I have. Um, this past year, I did miss uh, a game um, with COVID. I, I came up with uh, uh, positive with COVID. Um, it, it's funny, Duff. I, other people that have it, it's been so miserable for me. I had a tiny little tickle in my throat, and Susan said, why don't you just check it, just in case so you don't infect anybody or whatever, and it was positive, so I, I had to miss, I forget if it was one or two games this past year, a year ago. Um, but I've gone to school a hundred times feeling worse than that, but I'm glad that I didn't go and, gosh, how could you forgive yourself if uh, something drastic would happen because I was thoughtless and went to the, a game and, and infected someone, yeah, especially that, in this community? Yeah, that's how much that community means to you, that you did have to take a night off. But for you, there have been so few off nights, and I'm glad that you've had this longevity that you've been able to put together for the last several decades now. Is there a time that you might be thinking that it might be time to hang it up on the microphone, or do you plan to keep going as long as you can? You know, uh, when uh, the uh, school or whoever says, Steve, I think you had a, we're going to put you out the pasture. Uh, uh, right now, I, I feel pretty good. I feel healthy. Uh, um, I, I can walk up the stairs to get to the press box with no problem. Um, I'd like to do it as long as I could comfortably do it. I, I know that, uh, uh, do you know Bud Scherzer that announces over in St. Charles? I've never heard of him. Well, honest to goodness, stuff. I, he's like 65 years he's been doing it. I mean, just a, a long, long time. And, uh, you know, and he says, oh, I'm going to keep going until I can't. And I feel the same way, you know, uh, if... Uh, something would happen to me that I couldn't physically do it, you know, I would be uh, sad, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, next week having a couple games at home. We've got districts coming up the end of the month at, at Freeland, and uh, Jeff asked, you know, are you down with it? And I said, sign me up. You know, I'll be there. I said, we always have a joke, you know, people, people will ask me about any remuneration, and I said, you know what? The check's in the mail. Um, I don't, I don't do this. I don't want to get paid. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the kindness that people do for me, uh, like I said, I just like to give back and, um, I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much if I got paid, then I'd feel like it's a job right now. It's a avocation that I like doing and that makes it fun. And that makes me pretty confident in saying you are the best high school sports public address announcer in the state of Michigan. And I hope this just continues to keep going. Steve Gale, thank you so much for making the time this week. I appreciate it. Congratulations on the new award and congratulations on having such a long and enjoyable career following Freeland High School. Well, thank you for the best local sports podcast anywhere, let alone in Michigan. And that's an A-Duff set. I appreciate that. That is the perfect way to end this. Steve, thank you so much. Thanks, Duff. And that's a wrap on this edition of A Duff Said. Many thanks once again to Steve Gale for making some time this week. He was our announcer at the beginning of the show. Our other announcer this week was my friend and Emmy Award-winning sportscaster Ryan Slocum. 
Now, if you would like to hear previous episodes of this podcast, then go to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can hear the many shows I have done over the years on Freeland Sports, as well as the shows that I've done on the many wonderful people that are in that community. Be sure to click on the Duff's Videos tab so you can see the story that I did with Steve back in 2018. Now be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can do that at Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Facebook. Just look me up. My handle there is sports journalist Duff Tyler. Over on Twitter, you can find me at my handle, can you guess it, Duff Tyler. And no, I did not pay Elon for the blue check mark. I just don't have enough followers right now to justify that expense. But maybe you can help me out there. Follow me on Twitter. Until next time, I am Duff Tyler. And I'm reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true. Because that's what a Duff said. Thanks for listening, folks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs>